This is the Internet Bowlers Podcast, Episode 2. This is the Internet Bowlers Podcast with your host, Michael Pasha, the show for internet entrepreneurs who want to learn how uncertainty and struggle turn into confidence and success. Welcome to the Bowlers Circle. Today, we're welcoming Nicole St. Germain to the Baller Circle. Nicole is the owner of TakeBetterNotes.com, a site dedicated to helping people get organized and set effective goals by leveraging the power of efficient note-taking. Nicole is a good friend of mine and a member of my personal internet business mastermind group. I really think you're going to enjoy what Nicole has to say. On with the interview. Nicole, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today. I, uh, I, I've been looking forward to interviewing you for a while, and uh, I have a few questions that I like to ask, but the one thing I wanted to start out with is uh, I wanted to get a good understanding of how your business got initially started. What was your first introduction into learning about online business? Okay, so... I was working in retail management at Babies R Us, and I hated it. Like, I was freaking miserable. (laughs) So I was actively searching for a way out, and I thought, you know, like, when I was in college, I had done a little social media marketing, and I worked for this little internet company, so I was like, oh, I could get into, like, freelance social media, and started um, talking to some small businesses and to prepare myself I would when I would drive to work I would listen to um, podcasts I would listen to uh, Michael Hyatt our social media examiner Shailene Johnson like I found these really great marketing podcasts and on social media examiner Pat Flynn had an ad he's like I created smart passive income and I was like what the hell does that mean (laughs) and I looked up Pat Flynn and passive income and like I don't do this very often but I kind of like went through his entire blog for like six hours (laughs) and was just so fascinated by this idea that like of really of passive income of um, money that you could make you know in your sleep I guess um, and building these systems that would help the money come in, you know, regardless of how many hours you're working. And so I just was, I consumed and, um, met a lot of awesome people through the way, like my mastermind group and you, and that was all because of Pat Flynn. And, um, I, so I started blogging, just kind of trying to get a feel for things. And, um, through that, met, um, got connected with, uh, convert kit and it actually turned into a full-time job (laughs) where now like I literally like today I watched a webinar as like part of my job duties and demand the comments for it. And it just feels so surreal. And I get to talk to people about their blogs and their email marketing and building sales funnels and things that like I have loved to talk about for the last year and a half, but now I get paid to do it. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's really all because of Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn. Yeah. (laughs) It all seems to come back to him, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. I remember, um, when I first joined podcasters paradise, 
Uh, and I had a brief call with John Lee Dumas, and he asked me how I first found out about his podcast. And I said, Pat Flynn. And he said the same thing. Good old Pat Flynn, uh, connecting yeah. everyone in the uh, the internet marketing world. <laughs> Almost every customer we get at ConvertKit says, oh, I heard of you guys from Pat Flynn. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so so with that, what is your, uh, what is your current business, and, uh, and what's your focus for uh, growing that business? Yeah, so I um, created uh, Take Better Notes, which um, really was inspired by our mastermind group. And I was taking notes for the meetings, and um, one of the members um, messaged me, and she's like, hey, you know, you're actually like pretty good at this. And I was like, oh, it's just note taking. And she's like, no, like, you're really good at this. And I want you to teach me how to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I set out to create a product. I just created a little template based on the notes I was taking in our meetings and um, sold it in a product creation challenge, small product lab, which was put on by Gumroad. And um, actually sold some products, which was like a mind-blowing thing for me um when I like that first day I made like six dollars and it was the most satisfying six dollars of my entire life ah the first Um, dollar that's awesome exactly exactly like you get why all those restaurants hang up their dollar like in a frame Mm -hmm. behind the cash register because it just felt so amazing um that somebody would want to buy something that like just was in my head at one point um and so in doing this and blogging for Take Better Notes and creating products, um, that's, I got started with ConvertKit. And so now my focus really is to um, be able to do both, to find balance, um, to work full-time at ConvertKit and then have this um, product business as more like a side business and have it work kind of in tandem with my life because I really love doing it. It's like some people, you know, play sports and I like to build products. Um, so I am working on, um, building it into just like something sustainable and something that can grow kind of slowly and, um, in a nurturing way. And my view is that, you know, of course it becomes passive income, but it will only make me serve, um, our ConvertKit customers better. I mean, the better I understand their business and, um, email marketing and product creation, then the better I can serve them. Perfect. Sounds good. So with that, what are your uh, short-term goals and where would you ultimately like to take your business to? Oh, yeah. Um, I So right now I'm just looking to uh, get it. Like my first real goal is to start making $1,000 a month. Um, I feel like that, like getting a monthly recurring um, reliable set, uh, source of side income is my first goal. Um Beyond that, I mean, I, I kind of feel like the world is my oyster at the moment. Like, I'm not really sure where, like, I feel like there's a lot of directions I could go. Um, I think ultimately, though, I would love to, um, and this is uh, quite a few years from now, but I would love to have created a business that I'm working in, um, my, my boyfriend is working in, and it's sustaining our life. And we're um, we're able to work on it as much or as little as we want because I'm kind of a workaholic and he's kind of not. Um, so we can kind of put in the ideal amount of work and um, create something that just fuels the kind of life that we want to live. Okay. 
relationship dynamic. So that's interesting. Yeah. So, so you, so you actually want to work with your boyfriend. Uh, is, yeah. is he involved in the business currently? He's not. Um, he, so he is a, like, he's kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to like engineering, um, development. Like he, um, last year when I was kind of getting into the freelancing before I was, um, working at ConvertKit between when I was uh, working retail and working ConvertKit, um, we were both freelancing for a company. He was building an app and I was um, working on the marketing for the app. So he, and that was like, he taught himself how to make this iOS app. He had no idea how to do it beforehand. Yeah. So he like, that's just the kind of mind he has. It's very technical. And so I feel like there's a lot of possibilities to kind of tap into that. Um, and like, and like, he's really interested in, um, the idea of like, you know, it's kind of buzzwordy, but like lifestyle design that we can do something where he can work kind of in his ideal time. And like, like he stays up really late and gets a lot of work done at night. And I'm like the total opposite. Um, but I just think that we could, like, it would be good for us. Like we work well together. We worked well together then. And I think we would work well together and it would be really exciting to have something that we created together. Perfect. That, that sounds awesome. So, so it, with that, have you, I know you said he's not really involved in the business now. Yeah. Um, do you have any concerns about how working together would affect your relationship? Oh, totally. I mean, like just the way that our dynamics kind of are like, you know, I kind of, when I said, like, I'm a workaholic, like, I love, like, I work, you know, eight or nine hours a day on ConvertKit, and then I work another two or three hours on and my products, and that's fun for me. Like, I really enjoy doing that. And um, for him, it's like, he goes to work eight or nine hours a day, and he's, like, done by the fifth or sixth hour. And, um, like... And it's really funny because his his job is um, right now he's working in like database management and his job is very time structured. So like he has to report almost every hour of the day or I'm sorry, every minute of the day. And that really drives him cuckoo. (laughs) Um, And so I guess my worry is that we kind of have different sensibilities, you know, like I am more like this is super fun for me and I would want to talk about work all the time and I feel like he would probably want to draw some boundaries around that um and then I also worry that I would be a little bit more gung-ho or like bossy and that might not play so well um so yeah I mean definitely there's like concerns but I think um and to be fair like I once maybe like three years ago was like, wouldn't it be cool if we like started a business? And he was like, that would you want to work together? Are you serious? <laughs> and it's we're in like a different place with that now, you know. Like I feel like it's grown, and we've kind of seen how we can how we work together freelancing, and then how we've worked together. Um, like he works from home sometimes, so he, we're both working at the same time. So like we're testing the waters, and it's slowly like figuring out if this is the right path for us. And I think it can be. Okay. That sounds good. I mean, I like that plan. Uh, sounds like it's well thought out. Um, so, so right now with your business, what kind of schedule are you keeping? Uh, yeah. Um, so I wake up around 5 a.m. 
Um, I, and I'm in Seattle, so Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually just, I have to jump right into work. Like I make coffee and I start working. Um, and so I'm working in ConvertKit. I work um, customer support. So I do a lot of um, support tickets and writing um, documentation, recording videos, um, you know, any sort of customer support. That's what I do. And um, so I usually do that until, and I work pretty solidly. Like I'll take a little, I'm not very good at taking breaks, but I'll take like, I'll make food and then I'll eat in front of my computer. Um, So I'll work about until three or four and then usually take a break, maybe a nap. um, (laughs) And then I'll work on um, my business for a little bit. So one of my goals is to write 800 words a day. So that's something that I like to do um, in the early evening. Um, And usually that's take better notes related. Um, And then... I have um, a couple different communities that I like to check in with and, um, you know, sometimes we'll do events or meetings um, throughout the week. So I probably, then I, probably around seven or eight, I will say I'm not allowed to work anymore. I had to set these boundaries for myself because I can get a little overzealous. So I'm not allowed to work anymore. That's when I'll make dinner and like just usually watch TV. I'm a big um, TV fan. And then I go to bed around 9 or 10, 11 if I'm bad. But, <laughs> bad <laughs> um, <Nicole. laughs> Yeah. And then I, so, and then I refi- I don't do any work on Saturdays ever. And that has helped, I think helped a lot because, so ConvertKit, I work from home and it's really easy to just work a lot. And, especially when it blends into my side business, like that's a hobby, but then it's also really work and it can feel a little bit like 12 hours in front of my computer. Um, so Saturdays I don't do any work at all. And that I think has been really good for my mental health. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mental health is important and having that balance is important. It looks like you've uh, put a lot of work into, um, making sure you have that. Uh, I want to talk about something now that is, uh, you know, a little bit uncomfortable for some people ah, bring it. because, you know, you sound like you were at a point where you're, you, you kind of hit a stride with your business, mm-hmm. you know, what direction you want to go. But before that, uh, between, you know, your, your initial start and now, um, you know, what are the things that you wasted time on? What are the things you wasted wow. money on? And, yeah. and what are some, some failures and stumbling blocks that, that happen along the way? Yeah, um, I, so I think I fell into the trap of like, uh, over trying to overeducate myself. Um, a friend of mine referred to this as like just in case learning versus just in time learning. Um, like I might want to, you know, start a, do a big course someday. So I better take this course on courses or I might want to do a bunch of webinars. So I better take this course on webinars. And instead of like, oh, webinars are my plan. Now I better learn how to do webinars. And so, like, I did, I bought an expensive course, um, and I feel like I that was a bad idea now. Um, <laughs> then I thought it was a good idea, but I uh, have since 
believe that it's not. And I have watched a, my fair share of um, webinars. I've signed up for my fair share of email lists just to consume a lot of, you know, whatever people were telling me about building an online business, whatever possible subject that could be. And I consumed a lot. And I had to, like, I, I remember the turning point because I was on a webinar and it was like five list building strategies. And I was like, oh, great. I love learning about list building. And I, maybe like on the third one, I was like, is there going to be anything I don't already know? Like I haven't heard before. And so I would, I fast forwarded and I got the list of five and I was like, I know all this already. And like my frustration wasn't with the webinar host, but with myself, because I know all these strategies, I'm just not doing them. So like, that was kind of a big, like wake up call for me. I, um, really like I unsubscribed from a lot of email lists and I, stopped watching webinars and like stopped just signing up for things just because it might be cool. I don't really listen to that many podcasts anymore. Um, just because I need to figure out like what I actually need to learn now instead of like trying to learn everything and become this master of online marketing. Right. So yeah. And, um, one thing I will say too, is that I started all of this in the midst of moving across the country. <laughs> and um, there was a point where when we moved up here, because I moved from Arizona to Seattle, and there was a point where like, I was like, okay, I'm trying to make this online business work and it's it's gonna sustain me. And like, I started getting really desperate because I was running out of money. <laughs> and like, I, you know, I moved up here kind of on a whim and like, was desperately trying to like someone buy my stuff, buy my stuff because I won't be able to pay rent next month. And like that was a terrible attitude and mindset <laughs> to be in, right. um, to try and connect with people. So, um, and like, so getting like working at ConvertKit was like, it's, it's one relief, like, a. You know, I don't have to worry. I'm not desperately searching for that person to buy my product so I can eat anymore. Um, but, like, it's also so I get to relax, of course, and then, you know, do all this other work. Now I had have less time to spend on my, my own business. But that's kind of a good thing because then I have to get – I only have a, a lot of time to get something done, so it's more focused time. Um, so I don't have time to watch webinars and listen to podcasts and read a bunch of stuff that, um, I don't necessarily need. Right. So, you know, that that's interesting that you did that. And I think that like, that's something that so many people need to do. I know I need to do it. I, you know, I have my inbox is just full of emails that I go into and, and I have all this just, these just in case emails that I go through every day and delete, 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 and think one day I'm going to listen to what this person has to say. Um, but you know, in that, how did you figure out what to purge and what to keep? How did you make yeah, that decision? Yeah, that's good. So I, um, I kind of like really focus on people that are, um, authentic, um, people that I feel like have given me a lot already. Um, so like just in, 
um, like Pat Flynn, you know, he, I feel like I've learned so much from him. And of course he was my introduction, but I really truly feel like what we see is what we get with Pat Flynn. Like he is who he says he is and he does like, he treats us right as his audience. And so when he sends me an email, I always want to read it. And I don't always get to listen to his podcast or watch his videos anymore, but I always read his emails. Hmm. And I get, you know, I get the emails so I can listen to the podcast or watch the video if it sounds, if it really is compelling. But, like, for the most part, I just, I connect with him in that very small way in that email. Um, and somebody like, like Mariah Cause, I'm a big fan of her. Um, she does Femtrepreneur. And... She does just kind of this, like, no bullshit approach. Like, she's really, um, like, she's just going to do real talk with you all the time. And I like that. And I got that just from her blog. So I was like, okay, so imagine what her emails are going to be like. And so I really like that. And then I have, um, you know, friends who, like, people I've actually connected with and talked to. And I love getting their emails because I love supporting them. And, like, I have a friend who um, does belly dancing classes online. Mm. Like, I'm not really – yeah, and I'm not really interested in belly dancing, but I love reading her emails. And I just love supporting her and hearing what she's working on. Um, And, you know, she's a a phenomenal writer, and so I love, like, soaking up her copy and how she's connecting with her audience, even though it's totally different from mine. Um, It's – I still find it valuable. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's a good list. I like that. I like that criteria. Um, did you ever want to quit? Did you ever get to a point where you thought like maybe online business is not for me? I should I should go and try to do something else. I feel that maybe like once a month. <laughs> Honestly, okay. I do, and it's yeah. like, and it's because it's like the, you'll just have like a moment of like, wait, why am I doing this? Like, why am I putting so much energy into like giving away this free thing so someone will be on my email list and then maybe one day they'll give me money for something I created. Like maybe, nothing is a guarantee. And then, so when I feel that way, like I kind of step back, I step back a little bit. I don't do as much work. And then like a week later, I'm like itching. I'm so bored. Like my mind feels wasted, you know? Right. So that's, I think that's what it is. It's like, I like have those doubts and those fears of failure or like, is this worth it? Can I just be happy? Like with a regular job? And the answer is no. Like, it's almost like a addiction. And I feel myself like always drawn to just like creating, I have to create something, even if nobody wants it, like then I'll just create something else. And like, that's what makes me feel fulfilled. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So is that is that how you stay motivated uh, when, when you feel down, or do, do you have any other techniques or uh, you know uh, audio tapes that you listen to, or any you know meditation or whatever? Like what what what's what's in Nicole's arsenal of staying motivated, staying upbeat, staying yeah. focused in her business? Um, so I found Quiet Kit. It's like this free like guided meditation, and they have two minutes, five minutes, eight minutes, ten minutes, so, like, you can totally make it customized to your schedule. So, if I feel like I'm freaking out, like, on the verge of freaking out, then I just listen to that, and it kind of soothes me. Um, 
the other thing I really like, um, I really love white noise when I work and I can't listen to music cause I get really distracted, but, um, I like white noise. So I have these like noise canceling headphones that are just work as white noise. But then I also use, um, noisily, um, which is spelled weird. It's like N O I S L I. And it's a bunch of different sounds like like thunder, uh, like water rushing. Um, there's like, I think a woodpecker, like there's lots of <laughs> random things and you can like make, you just customize this white noise symphony basically. And so that helps me like if I'm just, if I just need to stay focused and like kind of drown out concerns or the rest of the world. Um, but I really do feel like it's important to when I'm feeling crappy, like not force myself to try to work. Like I have, I kind of lean in to my feelings a little bit Mm -hmm. and step away and say, all right, if I'm not feeling it, then like, let me just take a break. And I always like, that's when I have the best ideas. That's when I, like I, when I came up with the idea for, my free mail course, um, get your shit together. I was like two, it was like two weeks and I hadn't done anything and I was feeling really unmotivated. And like, so I just really didn't work on my business. And then I had this idea, like I just said in my head, like you need to get your shit together. And I was like, (laughs) that's such a good idea for an email course. And like that turned into my best lead magnet. And like it's so it's really interesting it's like I guess it's like the shower principle of when you're not focusing on your business like then your mind is more free to think of creative things Um, shower principle I've never heard of it yeah so it's like when you're driving or when you shower like you always have the best ideas because you're doing something else okay so if you're if you sit down and say I'm going to come up with a creative idea like it's not going to happen But if you're distracted and you're like mind, so you, then your creative mind is able to kind of take over and that's when you come up with the best ideas. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So it's kind of like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have take better notes now. You're doing that. You love it. You seem pretty motivated with it. Have you had other business ideas in the past that have failed, didn't work out? Have you made pivots uh, that you know, you went down one rabbit hole and realized this wasn't the right direction. I need to change course. Can you can you talk a little bit about any of those things? Yeah, well, I have to because you know about it, right? <laughs> so I my I guess my first adventure was getting into like blogging about beer and wine and spirits, um, and this is something that was kind of like a passion project for me and my family um my my dad especially like he and I are really into craft beer and so we're like let's start a blog about it and we did that for a while and I had this like really grand vision I was gonna go like take all these certification classes and like become a total certified expert in beer and wine and like I kind of set out on that path and started like researching and of course after I had those certifications then I was going to like teach other people and it was going to be like this crazy lucrative business and like it's almost like deciding you want to be like a lawyer or something these certifications because you have to go 
to, like, it's really intense. Like, people dedicate their lives to getting certified in wine. And, like, you can't just half-ass it. And I didn't really know that going in. (laughs) And, like, I thought it would just be, like, kind of a fun thing to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a sommelier. Right. It's not like that. Like, it's very serious. And, And, like, you know, the wine world gets kind of a reputation for being stuffy and, like, so they were really, like, I got a lot of flack from people. Like, I had some really nasty, like, Twitter responses and um, comments on things that I wrote. Be- like, people said I was just, like, really ignorant about wine. And, like, I had no idea what I was talking about. And, like, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not a good fit for this industry. And then with beer, so beer is, like, you think, oh, it's going to be, like, more relaxed. And it's newer, you know, the certifications in beer are not, haven't been around as long, so they're not necessarily as stuffy, but there's still a lot of work. Like people really like to be in a beer expert is called a Cicerone. So like to become a Cicerone is still a lot of years of work and like to build, to say, I'm going to become a Cicerone and then sell these courses about it. Like that's years ahead of me that I just didn't want to invest without knowing if it was going to be a good idea or not. And, and so, and then it just kind of did, you know, it took the fun out of, uh, experiencing beer with my dad and like, like it became so technical and I just got really burnt out. Like it just felt like everything, including my gut was like, this is not the right place for you to be in. And so I, it was, and that was like, when I was like, okay, maybe this is wrong for me, that's when Yvette was like, hey, you're really good at taking notes. And it was like, you know, one door closes, another one opens. Right, and, and Yvette is a, uh, a member yeah. of our mastermind group that yeah. we're all in together. Right. Huh, that sounds really good. I, You know, with, with, with all these things that, that you've said and how you've laid things out, I'm curious, um, you know, in your opinion with all the lessons learned that you've had, what's the best way you think to get started with online business to learn and to do it without wasting a ton of resources? Um, yeah, that's good. Um, so I think like it's hard, it's so hard for me to say like, don't do anything that I did because like, that's not necessarily guaranteed to make you succeed either. But Like, I think pick one person. So, like, if I had just stuck with Pat Flynn and, like, really just kind of let him teach me things, like, I don't know that I would have gone down so many, like, splintering paths um, and just kind of let him be my guide. But I also think that there's, I mean, you never, like, regret starting earlier, you know? Like, I think, like... I would encourage people to just, like, if you want to make a product, like, just try it, you know? And just start, like, just talk to somebody about it or build a mock-up or a prototype and, like, see what happens. Because I think experience is the best teacher. Like, it's so, I mean, there's just so much and so many people out there who are like, oh, I have this great business idea or, like, how many people have an app idea in their back pocket but then never do anything about it, you know? Like, just take some sort of action and 
see where that leads you because I think that is the easiest way to figure out what the right path is for you and you won't waste time going down all these possible roads because you you know you're letting the action that you take drive you instead of other people's advice drive you if that makes sense right right that makes perfect sense huh I like that a lot thanks for thanks for sharing that so yeah. Um, you know, I've had you on the uh, on the podcast for a while. I don't want to take up too much of your time, um, but I did want to ask you: How can the Baller Circle get in touch with you and learn more about uh, Nicole Saint Germain? Yeah. Um, so you can find me at takebetternotes.com, um, or I have a um, online community called Digital Product Mastermind. Um, if you just search that in Facebook, you'll find us or go to digitalproductmastermind.com. Um, and that's just a place for like if you're a product creator, a maker, um, any sort of entrepreneur, just come and, you know, find these really supportive people that'll, you know, help you get started and help you, you know, try and build that first product and get it out there. Um, and yeah, that's a great place to connect with me because I'm there all the time. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Well, Nicole, thank you very much for uh, for coming on the show. Uh, I really appreciate the time. It was a great interview. You, you provided some really insightful information, uh, shared your story, and uh, and uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks a lot, and uh, I will, uh, I guess, see you in our next uh, Mastermind meeting. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Internet Ballers podcast. Don't miss out on next week's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. 